Girls and I wouldn't settle Our scores with a knife in the back Or a scythe from the balls Now a hero doth not carry dagger No sword, just a cheat Those stains sticky as Jerry Keyboard And his only companion From what I can tell Is a rodent with wheels, lights And angles from hell So all you good people Now come gather round And hear my new stories Of heroes above For there is a new breed of adventure In the air who laughs In the face of all danger No fear So prepare your armor And ready your eyes For a poke in the eye From a twenty also most likely Cheeto stained. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Dicesh. Ooh, Dicesh. Whoopity whoop whoop whoop. <laughs> yeah. I don't know my lips my lips uh, got in the way. I call, I think it's called speaking. Uh, last episode, which is at the time of this recording, still going through editing. God, I'm horrible at staying on task, but I'll, I will get it done. Um, last episode, we focused a lot on um, the group who was above the ravine after Timurit sort of plunged in and separated our fine heroes. So now we're going to turn our gaze back in time a little bit and see what happened afterward with those who fell. Meanwhile. <laughs> yes. Um, Meanwhile. Before we get to that, though, why don't we introduce the uh, cast who's going to be joining us today for this episode. Starting from the top, Matt, uh, otherwise known as Arthurdane, or what, what other handles do you go by, man? Ah, uh, just, just Matt is fine. Yes, hello everyone, I'm Matt, and I play Priam, champion of Iroas. Yeah. Beautiful. Next up, then. Hello, I am Jack, I am a moderator for All Ages A Geek, and a member of the Mod Squad Reacts uh, uh, team. And I will be playing Spyro, the... Wonderful Rainbow Sater, who, uh, yeah, he's been free-falling for a while now, and I know exactly who's going to start singing that song. <laughs> oh, boy. Who's next? Um, last, but certainly not least, we have Crow. Crow, go introduce yourself. Hello, I am Crow, otherwise known as Iron Crow, otherwise known as Will. I am a rider. For all ages of geek, I also sometimes am on the Geekening podcast as a host. So, uh, yeah. yeah. And also, I play Tauros, the Minotaur Medicus from Melitus. Ah, man, I miss saying that. Mm. I miss just now, saying Spyro's name. <laughs> Lava, the great DM we have. Yes, hello everyone. Um, I'm Lars Eckholm van Hargen den Breams, otherwise known as Lava the Tail Spinner. That's uh, generally easier. Um, I'm sorry to have kept all of you waiting. Like it's, it doesn't seem like a lot of space between one episode and the next. But like a couple of weeks have gone by. We're now in December. We started the whole um, thing with uh, separating the group around. I think November. Yeah, mid-November. Um, it was, I think, we're almost a month out. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but uh, yeah, let's uh, not waste any more time and get right into it. As we turn our gaze back to the magical lands of Theros, where looking at uh, everyone at the time that they separated, Priam, Spyro, Tauros, and Jude, whose player unfortunately couldn't uh, join us, so you know we'll we'll, we'll figure that out. Um, they started falling. Spyro hired the wherewithal to cast Featherfall on everyone. Um, so as you all are falling, Tauros, you had taken hold of Jude, and you're sort of holding on tight, like, waiting for the inevitable, uh, flash of pain and, you know, embrace of death. Um... Yep, for being a meat shield for Jude. Yep. He's so dramatic. So you guys, yep, you guys fall, and you fall, and just as you feel like there might be an impact, Tauros, you hear, you've closed your eyes at this point, and you hear Jude go, uh, Tauros? Yes, the ground will meet us anytime soon. You can open your eyes, buddy. We're 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 there. Oh, we. And you do open your eyes, and you find that, uh, you know, you're hovering just a foot or so off the ground. Oh. Um. After a moment, uh, whatever spell that was cast upon you fades, and you land gently, you and Jude, and you look to see that Priam and Spyro have also made it safely to the bottom of the ravine. Um, so, what are you all going to do? Spyro immediately turns on dad mode and is like, is everyone okay? Has, is, is anyone hurt? Is Does anyone need a quick lie down? A quick... something to eat? Anything? Just... Um, Spyro, um, I believe her. At, at this point, Taurus has let go of Jude. It's like, um, Spyro, I believe that we are fine. I know personally, before we landed, I was ready to embrace the cold embrace of death. And, you know, get to meet Athios for the very first time. Spyro, but, just, uh... Spyro just looks at Taurus and just says, just blatantly looks him in the eye and just goes you may need to go and see a doctor about that that that, that I am, doesn't feel yeah, I, I'm a healthy oh. um but hey priem how are you feeling uh, i do do you need anything to eat do you do, do you need a da 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 i'm i'm fine uh priem is going to use divine sense to see if there are any uh I mean, if there's, see how far away uh, this, uh, well, Priam doesn't know the identity of this, uh, of the, of uh, our pursuer, but judging how everyone reacted, he knows it's a very powerful thing, whatever it is. And, uh, yeah, so he's going to use Divine Sense to detect any celestial fiends or undead within 60 feet of them. Yep. 
So you do so, you focus, and right away, something hits you as terribly amiss. Um, you feel this sort of wave of dread, and sort of, almost like you've caught, like, an illness. Um, and it sort of comes wave after wave, this dreadful feeling, and... You sort of are taken aback by it as you look around, and um, after focusing for a bit, you realize that it seems to be emanating from your feet. And you look oh, down. No. You look down, and you notice that the bottom of this ravine, like, you know, for one, the walls are, like, incredibly dark. That's probably why you guys couldn't see the bottom. It's just, like, it's almost as if they're made of this entirely black rock. Um, you also notice that the ground at your feet is very sort of misty, and, um, you know, it's almost like there's this sort of greenish tinge to the mist at your feet. And looking past it, you can see the ground, and it's uneven and broken. And... You see there are cracks. You see through these cracks, and there's this dull light emanating from it. And Priam, I'd like you to roll a religion check. Okay. Alright, so 16 plus... Alright, cool, he has proficiency. Uh, uh, 21 total. So, upon seeing this, and upon thinking back to some of the legends and the stories that have been told around campfires by fellow soldiers of Akros, you realize that this ravine, this pit that you all have fallen into. Whatever it is, it must be similar in nature to that which separates Akros from its, uh... <clears throat> well, Akros's holdings, the city, the polis, from, um, from the land to the west and the bridge that goes over it it has been known that monsters emerge from there from the underworld and this place must function similarly um so we're bet we're essentially in like a spawning ground of all sorts of horrible creatures yeah you're essentially standing on a weak sort of border between the mortal plane and the underworld, from which all manner of beasts can come forth, and, um, yeah. We must get out of here as quickly as possible. I mean, that is logical. I want to reunite with my group. Not only that, this place 
it's it's almost as if we're on the border of the physical and spiritual world. This this place is evil. Oh, yes. Let's evacuate. So, real quick, like like how like how many are there? Like multiple like branching paths that we could take, or is it only just like one really? There's one path um, forward and one path back. Um, okay. Okay. Let's move. Okay. Yep. Uh, I don't know how. I don't know how. I doubt that fall is going to stop that. Whatever it was that was that was pursuing us. That was a foe we wish to never see again. Ah. Uh, you know it's do you know it's identity? I have a hunch. I believe Jude has told us about him, right? And he looks at Spyro for, like, confirmation. Like, did you tell us about him, or...? Uh, Spyro just goes, I don't... I don't know. Uh, I just remember telling you guys I feel something very scary. And seeing that gold mask as it was following us, I just didn't think anything of it. Uh, well, um, gold mask, it's a uh, returned, clearly. Um, right. But also, it dropped out of the sky. Um, even for what we've seen, that's not normal. Yeah, no, he got ahead of us. That 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 doesn't make any sense. So, um, I'm. What I do. The... Sorry, go ahead. I do love a good philosophical debate on what things are and are not, but let us get a move on. Yeah. Uh, you don't I, have to tell me twice. As as everyone starts moving, sort of Spyro sort of gets close to Jude and she's like, Jude, are you okay? I, I know you don't like heights. I. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm fine. He sort of looks at the walls. This. Feels familiar. I don't know why, though. Spire, no, just sort of. No, no, we're, we're, we're not going to go digging. We're not going to go digging. I know. Last time I went digging, things didn't go so well. So we're just going to ignore them. We're just going to follow along. Yeah. Spire. Let's, uh, let's do that. Um, Spire holds out. Dude his starts hand. marching off. <laughs> Spyro's just holding out his hand and Jude just walks past. He's like, okay. No hand holding today. Okay. Dude right. sort of stops and takes the answer. He's like, sorry, yeah, no, no. Could really use a hand now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Tauros is going to be walking with Priam. Real and quick. Priam. Um, yeah. to, to try to maybe suss out like the identity of this pursuer that they were talking about now he has more information would that be like a history check or would that be another religion like what would that be history or religion um I, i'm gonna go with religion let's see here Ooh, okay not as good let's see so uh 14 you've heard rumors of this being um a particularly powerful return that supposedly slew the entire populace and the king of Odinos. 
and thereby turned it into a necropolis. Um, Ooh, okay. Yeah. The name yeah. is... You only know the epithet of the Murder King. Um, Priam walks a little bit faster. Yeah. As you're going, Priam, you also sort of... Your sense of, like... Your divine senses are still going. And you're still feeling the waves of red, but you also sort of catch smaller pulses on the edge of your senses. And you stop and you look, and you look up and around, and you're able to sort of pinpoint one... two... Three, a total of a total of seven returned, and they're like how far above us? There are a few above, and a few that are actually on ground level. And at first you don't see them, and then you realize... You may make a perception check, by the way, with advantage. Okay. Alright. Uh, 21. Yeah, it, it's it nearly escapes you, but with your added divine senses, you're able to sort of make out their outlines, and you realize they must have painted their masks black to sort of blend in with the rock, because they are standing still against it, just waiting. And there are also, like, a few that are above, perched on ledges. Okay, and how close are they? Uh, they're a good ten feet from you. Okay, Priam holds up. Priam stops, holds up his hand for everyone else to halt. Toros halts. <laughs> uh, Spyro is talking to Jude. He isn't. He is looking ahead, so he does catch that the thing's holding, and he's just like, "It's okay, Jude. We're gonna get out of this. We're gonna f find the others, and we're gonna make sure that they're all okay. I don't like leaving them up there with him. I don't." <sighs> What if something Heal yourself, happens? Spyro. Hmm? There are returned ahead. Spyro just starts pulling out his wand. I count seven of them. Priam unlimbers his hammer. Yes. Do, you do not let their don't let their superior numbers shake you, boy. You and your friends have been through far worse than, that, than, than dealing with a few undead. Remember, the, the princess needs you. Your friends need you. All of Theros needs you. We cannot fall here, and so we will not. It's as simple as that. Priam takes his hammer in both hands. Spyro. He's ready to go. Spyro has never felt so confident 
in his life than he did when he heard Priem's words and he holds his wand to the air and he goes, Yeah! Let's do this! And so... Forks readies his mace. As you all ready your weapons and the return step forth from the shadows, these seven all wielding these large axes, everybody roll initiative. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh man, they got axes. Yeah. They got big axes. Yeah. The other party got ones with short swords. <laughs> yeah. That's my initiative. <clears throat> so Tauros got a two. Yeah. Was that a nat two or like uh it was uh it was a four, but then initiative's minus two. Ah uh, yes, okay. Priam's on that Tauros is Tauros is not what we call elegant. Well, to be fair, he had he had his divine sense up, so he's like, oh, they're here. He he had a bit more time to get into uh he, he had more time to get into like oh fight time. Yeah, it's Spyro just has Plus nine. How is remember Mums? That, remember that feat that you said that I could have? Oh, alert! Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, here we go, Spyro. <laughs> I love it. Yeah! You and Ava just leading the charge. Yeah. Oh, man. Dude, Priam. Priam's freaking, freaking inspired him to just... <laughs> yeah, he did. Pull it out the now bag. Now for Jude... Oh. <laughs> I am very scared <laughs> as a player. <laughs> I'm fine. But oh no, boy. Note to self next campaign, take alert. <laughs> yeah. Let's get these guys on the field. So <laughs> I don't like that laugh. That means there's at least one natural twenty. Yeah. There's also at least one dirty twenty. Oof. Oof the Sorry, this is taking so long. No, it's fine. There's seven of them. <laughs> Spitballing all over the place on these guys. Oh, no. All right. That'll about do it. So, real quick, I gotta check something. So, as you all are preparing for battle, you feel a sort of rumble under your feet, and you see beneath you the ground crack a bit. 
in a line straight towards the group of returned. Oh. That ain't good. It's and fierce. It could mean anything. The ground underneath the feet of the return just erupts. And you turn back to see Jude is sort of crouched on the ground, palms down, sort of glaring forward. Uh, does not look happy with this obstruction. Of these returns sort of interfering with you guys, and uh, yeah, he has cast erupting earth. Oh, my boy, <laughs> my special, Freedom. special boy. meat, Jude. <laughs> nice, and uh, that'll be a third level, and they need to make. Deck saving throws. I'm gonna roll the damage now. See how they do. These guys better make the save. <laughs> they're all dead. Well, they're gonna be. <laughs> but uh, yeah, deck saving throw. Kai's gonna be so happy to know that. <laughs> They basically got to go first and wipe most of them out. Yep, nope, that's one dead. That one, I think, makes it. Uh, let me just double check. It's not a complete board wipe, but... Uh, where is Jude's uh, spell saving throws? Hello, spell DCs. Ah, uh, 50. Yep, okay. So. So immediately, this blast of Earth kills three of the returned and uh, severely wounds another. Um, oh, yeah. And, uh. Just do some quick math to see just how much damage this poor bastard takes. And, uh. Da -da 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 -da. Again, I'm sorry this is taking so long. Yeah! Uh, it's, it's been a while right. since I've done hardcore maths like this. <laughs> yeah, okay. So. Jude kills three. Four left, okay. And Spyro, it mm. is now your turn. Okay. As Jude sort of looks up and says, let's wrap this up quick. Okay. Uh, Spyro goes. He looks down at his wand. He, he, he looks... He, he looks like he's trying to figure out what to do, if he should use the wand in his one hand or do something else with his other. And he then goes, do you know what, sod it. And he, how far away from me are they? They're about 10 feet away. Okay. 
So this would work. And Spyro is going to try and whip one of them round the neck and pull them prone. Alrighty, so... You need to roll a hit, or yeah. is it a saving I need, throw? I need to roll to hit. Alright. Okay. Oh, no. <clears throat> what was it, Mumsy? Oh, no. Yes! Oh, wow. <laughs> and do you know what's even better? What? Max damage. Max damage. <laughs> so that, all together, times two, is 60 damage lava. Yeah, so that one is dead. <laughs> wait, wait, six zero? Yeah. Six zero. Three D ten uh bludgeoning damage. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's sixty. So um Spyro ripped the head off of something, I'm guessing. Oh yeah, no, yeah. he yeah, no, he just whips his uh whips the whip around his neck and either breaks it or breaks it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you sort of form this whip of water, and as it lashes forward, the very tip seems to sort of narrow and thin into a sort of blade-like point, and you just slice clean off uh, one of the return's heads. Spyro just stands there and goes, "Oh no, I wasn't. I wasn't trying to do that, but okay." And then, he, for his bonus action, he's going to use. His mantle of... What's the one called again? Inspiration. Inspiration. Giving everyone eight temporary hit points and the ability to move as a reaction. Alright, so anybody who wants to move, you may do so. And you using your reaction and you won't provoke opportunity attacks. Yep. Um, does anyone want to use this or... Nope. Uh... I might move uh I might move closer to them. I'm feeling bold. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Priam is moving forward. Yeah. All right. So Priam and Spyro you both sort of move forward like using the wind of them that Spyro seems to be generating around you boosting your speed. Um Jude also moves back a bit to sort of get better range and a better view of the ones that are up top. Um, Priam, it is now your turn. You're now in these guys' faces. So, what you Just do? where I want to be. Alright. Priam's going in with the going in with the hammer. Oh, um, also he is going to um he's going to use his great weapon master feet to take a five a minus five penalty on the attack roll. To get ten plus ten on the damage roll if he hits. All right, roll to hit. All right, so eighteen. Lava, I don't know where you found him, but we love him. <laughs> uh, twenty-three. That will hit. Roll for damage. All righty. Okay. Seven plus five is twelve. Plus 22. Oh, no, no, not plus 22. Um, seven, so seven. No, yeah, seven plus five is 12. Plus 10 is 22. 
Uh, oh, does she want to use a scythe? Hmm. Were these guys damaged? Were they? Were like all these guys like damaged by that by uh, erupting Earth? These guys are the the ones that you're confronting now. Are the ones who um, you know, survived. Spiral cut off the head of the one that was wounded. <laughs> okay, you know what? Better safe than sorry. He's going to use a uh, first level divine smite. Okay. Roll for damage. God damn it. <laughs> uh, ooh, that's actually pretty close to max. Uh, nineteen. So hold on. 22 plus 19. 41 damage. Yeah, it's dead. <laughs> Ooh. And uh, let me just make sure I have this right. Let me see. And also, as great as part of his great weapon master feat, if he reduces a creature to zero hit points with a melee weapon attack, he can make one melee weapon attack as a bonus action. Go right ahead. <laughs> so he's going to. So wait, actually, does that stack with extra attack? Because he has that as well. I just want to make. I don't want to break anything. I I think it does. I think that that you're still on your attack action then. Oh, congratulations! Uh, you you you've got your cleave back, buddy. <laughs> oh, and it feels so good. Susan feels. Or how she felt. Alright, same deal, same deal. Uh, minus five for plus ten. Come on. Okay. Twenty-two. To hit. That will hit. Roll for damage. Okay. Since I have great weapon fighting, I can re-roll that one. Okay. Nine plus five is fourteen. Twenty-four. Uh, we are going to actually, because he has that bonus action anyway, I'm going to save a spell slot, um, so let's see, uh, 14, 24 damage. That one is also dead. Yo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just uh, heads up, it'd be nice if you'd leave some enemies for Tauros. I know he got two and all, but... <laughs> yeah, uh, how many joking. are left? There's one left. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I, okay, I don't want to hog all the glory. No, no, uh, it's fine, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> Same deal. at the feet, what's the feet again? Great weapon, great weapon master. All right. Um, all right. So that does that one melee weapon attack does use your bonus action. So yeah, you've used your bonus action. So now you're on to your last attack, your extra attack. Okay. Uh, yeah, same deal. All right. Roll the hit. Minus five for plus ten. All right. No. Uh. Yeah. I think I. I'll. I'll do the math anyway. But I think this misses. <laughs> okay. So that's fourteen minus five, is uh. Okay. Yeah. Nine. I. I take it that doesn't. That don't cut it. <laughs> so how it goes? 
you rush in with Spyro's boost, slam down your hammer with this burst of radiant energy that just sends him slamming into the floor um, and leaving a pretty big crater. You see the other one slam the, your hammer and send him into the side of the wall, and he sort of slumps dead. You go for the third one, and he raises the half of his axe, and both halves of your weapons collide, and you're sort of in a pushing war now. Um, oh, hell yeah. Love yeah. it. So now, I believe it is Tauros' turn. Tauros, what are you going to do? Yeah, Priam just. Right. Yeah, Priam, yeah, well, Priam is just like locking weapons with this guy. He like he actually, looks actually, actually it's his turn. Other. Oh, oh, it's the bad guys. It's the yeah, yeah. The, uh, returns turn. Okay. Yep. So he is going to sort of shove you off and then try and hit you with his axe. Um. So I don't think a twelve hits, does it? It does not. Yep. All right, Tauros, you're up. <laughs> How far away is the last one from Tauros, roughly? Uh, he's about ten feet from you. Ten feet, so, perfect. So, um, yeah, so like it goes from that to like the return shoving Priam Priam's hammer away, raises his axe. Priam just parries, like blocks with his, and the, it's just the same thing again. Yeah. He turn. He he looks. He looks in the party's direction. Tauros. Taurus is going to charge forward with his Mace of Smiting and All attempt right. to whack this thing. Roll to hit. Come on, dice, don't fail me. So, um... Lava. Yeah. Does the 22 hit? Yes, that'll hit. Roll for damage. <coughs> and, uh, since this is a, uh, Bludgeoning weapon. Uh, let me roll for damage first. Actually, no, that was a 23. Uh, because of the uh, Mason's ability. <laughs> Either way. Yeah, that still hits. <laughs> uh, let me... Uh, and the damage... Uh, let me... Um, Hold up real quick. Not bad. I've seen better. Um, that is a six plus one. Or seven damage total. Uh wait. No, it'd be seven, yeah. Seven right. because bludgeoning weapon, and since I hit it, it gets knocked back five feet to the next unoccupied space. Bludgeoner feet. Alrighty, so nice. you run in and you squawk this thing in the ribs and send it skidding back away from Priam. Um, it takes a moment to try and uh, steady itself. Taurus, are you going to do anything else, or is that it? Um, and it just got... I'm allowed to do cantrips, right? Um... If it uses a bonus action, you can use a cantrip, yes. Uh, let me double-check this one, okay? Yep. Because you use your action to attack, so... Uh, do I have any other ones that could be, uh, good? That one's not good, that one's an action. 
the all actions. Right. So, um, does that uh, real quick? Does does Toro sending that thing skidding back like evoke an attack of opportunity? Because it's kind of like trying to get it's getting out of like preams. Um, like, whatever. Uh, or no. Does it say anything to that effect, Tauros, or...? Uh, no, the only way... It doesn't mention anything about opportunity attacks with the bludgeoner feet. Alright, um... I'm gonna go ahead and assume that it's meant more, um... Hmm... Since it's only been pushed five feet, um... At DM's discretion. Yeah, it's not, um... They're sort of trying to move away. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Wasn't quite yep. his choice kind of thing. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that makes sense. Alright. So, with that done, you both are sort of laying as a train, sort of stands up, gets ready, they're... And then you see this bolt of flame race past you and slam into its face, sort of setting its back a bit. Um, you look back and you see Jude has his hand up, a sort of... The palm is red from the heat of the blast that he just unleashed. And he sort of looks spot... And he looks over at, um... At Spyro, and he's sort of just like... Ready to finish this? Shoot. I'll, I'll try. I'll try. I forgot something. Dang it. I'll have to remember next time. Yeah. Alrighty. Spyro, you're up. What okay. you gonna do? Okay. Uh, Spyro's on a roll with this whip. He's gonna keep whipping. Okay. Alright. Okay, so does a dirty 20 hit? Yes, that'll hit. Roll for damage. Okay. Okay. Uh, 8 plus 7. That'll be... 15. So 16 in total. Yeah, um, Spyro, how do you want to do this? Oh, God! <laughs> hey! Uh, Spyro is going to do what he tried to do with the first one, where he gets the whip around its neck, and then he tugs quite sharply to break its neck. Yep. He's trying so to do a clean do... kill. <laughs> yep. So you do so. The whip sort of wraps around the neck, leeches into the mask, and you yank, and there's this this crack, and the return falls to the ground, dead. Mm -hmm. I will say, once it drops, Spyro looks at all the death around them and just goes, I hope their souls find peace, and he does a little prayer to Iroas to help them find peace. Well, if it makes you feel better, Spyro, that was some of the best... Well, I wouldn't say best whip action. You and Aslan are pretty both good at that. Because I don't know what's got into me today. I, 
sometimes, Spyro, things happen. Now, um, we can discuss this later. Who wants to keep moving forward? Indeed. We should keep, Indeed. Should keep moving. Okay, just just give me a but second. You but, you all, but, but we all fought well. We Not did. a single person injured. Mm. Mm. I, say, I dare say that's very impressive. Okay. And Spyro just sort of does a quick prayer to Iroas just to be like, help, help these souls find peace if you can. Thank you, Daddy. Kisses. And he just sort of walks ahead. All right. And for that, you all get 1,400 experience points. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and we'll keep going. Yeah. So, you all continue through the Misty Ravine. Um, eventually, um, you are able Sorry, to. Sorry, quick question. Um, yeah. will, will preempt, will that use of preempt's divine sense have, like, expired by that time? I, I think so, yeah. Okay, he's gonna he's gonna keep it up, just to see if there's anything else. He doesn't want any surprises. Yep, no, you don't uh, sense anything beyond the sort of continuous pulsating of the ravine floor. Um, okay. And uh, yeah. Okay, you guys, cool. You guys eventually find a place where you can make shelter. And, uh, yeah. So, um, Priya. Yes? Um, have you ever been to Melitus? I have not. Oh, it's, uh, it was a very nice place of enlightenment. Um, Temples to almost every god. But uh, things have not been so well. What's happened there? Oh. Well, Melitus is... You know how Akros is Iroas's poli? Yes. Well, Melitus is Aphoras. Poli, and it rightfully is a Pharaoh's Poli. But Helioid has taken control. Almost all temples, except for Farika's, because the sick need healing, and Helioids have been either been closed or destroyed, including Iroas's. Priam kinda. Is it... I mean, he wasn't, like... He just, like, sort of frowns. That is indeed bad news. It is. Um, but all I need to... The reason I bring it up is because if you ever do go to Melitus the way it currently is, that is not how we are. We should well. We did welcome everyone, but now, if it isn't helioid, it's not really worshipped. Except for, of course, Farika, because well, the sick always need healing. I 
I do pray for they afar does take her polis back. I hope so as well. Though I though I am dedicated to Iros. Right, and so I'm, is my mother. I am of the firm belief that people should be able to choose who they worship. Right. There is no one god. Of course. Of course there is the ones that a poli finds favoring. That's fine. To be sure. No. We've done that for years. Mm. But I I couldn't imagine trying to bring an end to enlightenment. From the god of the sun, from everything, how ironic. Yes. I just needed to get that off my chest. I normally would have uh, vented to Ava, but you are the closest a crow and I have. I understand. Thank you. Thank you. And Taurus goes back to setting up his little shelter. Uh, Spyro, what are you doing? Uh, Spyro is basically just sort of keeping an eye on, just sort of, uh, just talking to Jude, just being like, I wonder how dad, I wonder if dad found that, uh, display a little bit better than my usual, uh, thing. Priem's... A lot better than I thought he would be. He's... I... I... Do you know, he he really does remind me of Dad. He, 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 he's filled me with a strength that I didn't know I had. And... I hope that I can... Do something to sort of repay that kindness. Jude, did you pick up any of the masks? And that's why he leaves it. <laughs> uh, who do you take me for? And Jude sort of holds up one of the masks. Ah, there. I wouldn't worry too much, by the way, about Priam. I mean, it did kind of save us all when we were, you know, falling from our, to our deaths. So, you know, it's never about even, you know. Maybe he still holds the giant over us, but eh. we 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 had an off day. If we if we could have, if we we're on our game, totally could have handled it. No problem. I just wish I could have done more. Then I I know I know you were trying to protect me, and I love that. I just I'm starting to notice how helpless I am, and I'm kind of feel like. I'm holding everyone back again, and I'm hoping that I'm hoping with Iroas's guidance, I'll be able to maybe maybe be like Priem a little bit. I mean, you don't have to be like him all the way, like. 
you're, you're fine the way you are, and I'm sorry about... I, I just... I saw you get hit, and I thought if it got on you, it, it would definitely squish you, so I just... I... I I had to protect you. No, no, no. I, 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 I understand. And... I just... And he just sort of rubs Jude's face and goes... Thank you for worrying about me when I don't worry about myself. You're the best son anyone could ask for. And he gives you a big hug. And he goes... Right, who's cooking dinner? Because I am starving! <laughs> and... um, Toros gets down with his little area where he's going to sleep. Um, if you want, um, I may not be able to... I Do, do you have anything I could cook? Uh, anyone? I'm open to trying to cook anything. Dude sort of looks around. I think Aslan had the food. Uh... Okay, um, if you guys don't mind, um, we might have to skip supper tonight. But in the morning, I'll be able to get us some food. Okay. That's, that's fine. Uh, do you think we Wonderful. should, do you think we should put up a, a watch for tonight? Because, you know, we're in the middle of the crevice Considering where Priam said we are and what we faced, of course we okay. need a watch. Okay. If um, I'm willing to take the first watch, I don't mind taking the last. All right, who wants the middle? I will take it. Oh, I, I, I can join you guys for one of them. Um, who do you mm. want to join, you? It's up to you. I'm fine with whatever you know. Sort of shrugs. And Spyro just sort of leans in and goes, Maybe you should talk to Priem. You haven't really got off on the right foot. And as you said, he is a nice guy. Maybe you should take your own advice and just sort of, you know, get to know the guy. Spyro smiles. That devious smile of, I just... That devious smile of, go on, daddy says, go on, make friends. Good size. I guess I can take Middle Watch with Priam. If that's okay. Priam nods. That's fine. Sir looks over at Spyro with the look of why do you make me do things? <laughs> it's good for you. <laughs> Mingle. <laughs> Spyro's just sort of watching from afar going, oh, kids. Alright. Priam just uh, lies down, closes his eyes, and it goes to goes to sleep <laughs> okay so then who's on first watch Oros 
Okay. Uh, get, get, that's a classic perception. Uh, sure. Natural 20. <laughs> Need proof? So, you look around um, as everyone sort of gets to sleep. And... You think you hear something, but whenever you sort of look around at you, there's nothing, and it's just sort of just on the edge of your perspective. Um, it almost sounds like whispers. Hmm. And... Hmm? I take it Tauros can't tell what they're saying. After a moment, you sort of stop, sort of as on the edge of the camp, and you look down at one of the cracks, and past the light, you get the sense that that's where the whispers are coming from. Hmm. And you sort of kneel down and you realize they're not whispers they're muffled screams Rika, Afara any of you two could you uh, please tell me what this is Uh, I'll even take the answer of you will not yet understand. I, 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 I'm fine with not understanding what this is yet, but if I need to know now, please tell me. And here I thought I taught you better than that. And you whirl as you see standing before you is Phrixus. What?! Toros flabbergasted composes himself a bit. Well, um, Rixus, long way from Malatus, aren't you? As are you, my student. <laughs> what brings you here? Please, brother, tell me. Isn't it obvious? Not really. He holds out his hand, and you see a dagger slide out from his robe, from the sleeve, as he clutches it. And he sort of inspects it, and points it at where Jude is resting. I'm here to finish what I started. Rixus. I cannot allow you to do that. You have strayed from the path of a medicus, brother. You know you have. Please get back on the right path. <laughs> and then what would you know of the right path? And all of a sudden, Phrixus' form seems to morph into that of 
a terrible gorgon. Skin starting to peel off and reveal scales. And you find it hard to breathe as you find yourself looking again at Cleo. If you knew anything of the right path, wouldn't you have saved me? I did not even know you. Get away from me, you foul-mouthed bitch. Make me. Oh, swings with his mace. You swing with a roar, and you suddenly... I'd like you to roll... Another perception check. Uh, that is a uh, 13. Lucky 13. You swing at the mist and you swing at Cleo and she sort of she jerks back laughing as she sort of fades back into the shadows beyond the cave that you guys are in. For all oh, your power, you are the weakest among them. And you know it. I... I'm not the weakest among them. I... I have done great works for all of my years. Selfish works. Selfish works for a selfish man. Always no. hoping to please mother. Isn't that right, son? And Murderin steps forward out of the fog. I... Surely. No. The mere illusions. These must be mere illusions. Yes. You can rationalize this, Taurus. You can you can do this without Ava. You can do this. And suddenly you feel a sharp a pain in your shoulder, and you look down to see an arrow, and you look up to see Ava standing there, a blade through her chest. Half the mask of her turned on her face as she whispers, Monster. How close to a wall is Tauros? Um, actually, at this point, I would like the other party members to roll perception with disadvantage. Disadvantage? Yes, because okay. you all are asleep. Oh, the one time I get a net 20 this time. Oh! No! Oh, well, that's... Oh, no. <laughs> that's definitely less good. Ah, oh, oof. Alright. Uh, let's see. Uh, alright. Uh, Priam got a 12. All right, Spyro, what'd you get? 15 plus 1, so that's 16. That's with disadvantage? Yeah. 
I got a 19 All in the right. first one. <laughs> so, Spyro, you're sort of muttering and you stand up and you're sort of gasping for air a little bit. It's hard to breathe. You look over and you see Tauros is backing away, sort of swinging his mace like, no, no, no. And he's backing towards a large sort of gaping hole that seems to have opened up in front of the camp. Um, uh, Spyro... And he's about to step back into it. Uh, Spyro is... Because... Oh, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. So how... In, in what direction is it from where I am? Is the hole in between me and Tauros? Or is it like... No. Off no, to the it's... side? It's Tauros is facing you. The hole is behind him. Okay. Uh, Spyro is gonna just run up and just go, hey, 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 sweetie, sweetie, you're having a bad dream. Come here, come here, come here. Tauros, roll to hit. Oh no. I swear. I swear if I meet his AC, I'm gonna be upset. Oh no. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. You may roll with disadvantage. Okay, because that was a natural 20. Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus. I, I swear, if this is another nat 20. Okay, that is a... Uh, and it's with his Mace of Smiting. So that is a 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Yeah, How'd no. you get a 23 from all that? Like, I... Was that strength plus proficiency? It, it's plus the Mesa the... Smiting, which is also a plus one to hit. Unless right, right, it's a right, giant. Okay. Got it, got it, got it. Yep, so I imagine that hits Spyro. Oh yeah, so, no, yep, he's got I, an AC of 14. I... It hits. <laughs> Roll for damage. Yeah, and, which, unfortunately, since I now remembered, he's a life domain cleric at level 8. So I get to roll an extra D8 of damage. You don't have to if you don't want to. No, it's I any melee hit. Thing. I don't think it's a choice thing. It's any hit. Okay. And hopefully it's not too bad. On one of the die, he rolled uh, max damage. It was the D8. So that's 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 points of damage. Okay. Alright, so he swings and he catches you in the rib spyro. Um, you're still able to grab him. Um, what do you do? Uh, Spyro's just gonna try and grab hold of his hands and just sort of go, shh, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. It's okay. <coughs> Honey, it's okay. Just put the mace down. And um, at this point, Tauros, I'd like you to roll a constitution saving throw. Um, you do so with advantage. So am I being poisoned or? Yeah. yeah because um, uh, I get advantage because uh, Farika stuff. Yep. Okay. That's. And if I don't like any of them, I still have the pious protection. Okay, because the first one was a four. Oh no. Um. 
Um, I'll, I'll, I'll take the 14. Oros is still sort of struggling, and um, Spyro, it looks like you're going to have to physically intervene, um, or else he's going to step off into the hole, which, now that you're closer, you can hear these voices calling out from it, and... Um, you almost see, like, spectral hands are reaching up towards Tauros. Oh, God. Uh, ooh. Wait, 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 wait. I might be able to use a spell here. I might try and use Lesser Restoration. Okay. Right, so I, I, I have to touch Tauros, and it allows me to end either one disease or one condition afflicting it uh the condition can be blinded deathened paralyzed or poisoned okay so <clears throat> you sort of reach out and touch him and as you cast the spell um, how do you cast it uh spyro uh sort of holding sort of tauros's arm just sort of puts his hand behind his back and strums the the lute <laughs> backwards and it's like shh mm. shh it's okay it's okay we can see if we can help you and as you, the music plays it sort of cuts through the fog tauros and you blink and You blink again, the mist is sort of fading, the images are fading, and before you is Spyro, and he's holding on to your arm, which, you know, the hand connected to that arm is holding the mace, which you see there's blood on it from where the flanges have actually pierced the skin oh, of Spyro. I... Spyro, I... No, 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 no. It's fine. There's no need to explain. Come on, come on. There's something going no, on here. No, no, no. S sweetie. Wake it's... everyone up. We're leaving. We're leaving. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. And right. Tauros is going to... Uh... Just, 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 just get away from the hole because I'm, I'm worried that you're going to do something silly. So come, come with me. And we're going to go sit over here. And then I'm going to go and wake everyone up. Don't... Just don't freak out, okay, sweetie? Okay. Right, and this is and the moment that Spyro... Before, before uh, Spyro leaves, uh, Tauros is going to touch his side and cast the uh, Cure Wounds. Aww. Because he's just like, oh, wait, I messed up. Alright. And, um... That is um, two plus spell level, so that's a three, and that's a three plus uh, five, so that's eight plus spellcasting modifier, which is a wisdom, so that, 15. <laughs> yep, I'm back to full again. Yeah, back to full, so it looks like nothing bad happened. Ever. <laughs> um, Spyro just sort of turns around and goes, I understand. Okay, 
Right, we, we do need to get out of here, though. Okay, I'm going to go wait the others. Yeah, there will be blood on his clothes. <laughs> um, Spyro goes and wakes up Priem first and goes, Priem, uh, Tauros has just had a really weird reaction. There might be something wrong here. Um, I think we should get moving. Um, I'm going to go wake and up And as Jude. you guys are going through the process of waking everyone up, we're going to take a quick break here. So... Spyro, mm -hmm. Tauros, you're waking up uh, the rest of the group. Uh, mm -hmm. Who's going for who? Uh, um, I'm guessing that Tauros being in the state that he's in, Spyro's just like, no, 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 you sit down. You just take a deep yes. breath. I will get the others. And he goes and he wakes up both of them. Alright. Uh, he starts with Priem first, probably because he's closer to the the entrance to the cave because i i think that he's that kind of person to sort of be sort of right next to the uh entrance to the cave yep yeah yeah and... so Baro, you wake priam up priam sort of sits up and looks around and priam mm -hmm. you don't see spyro mm -hmm. oh good what you Who do, do I see, see however is standing nearby is someone who you've met on the field of battle. A what man this... with as much drive and conviction as you do have, perhaps. A man that you have wronged. And who, out of every foe you face, came the closest to killing you. The man who the world knows only as Hactos. And he immediately shoots up. up. Uh, is, is there anything he needs to roll to like discern whether this is real or fake because i mean knowing that kind of like where they are is sort of like a evil place anyway is there anything that he can roll or is this just this is what he's seeing roll a perception check all righty don't roll a one please for the love of god <laughs> well he yeah. didn't roll a one two uh he rolled a oh hold on, i need to i need to get a pream stuff back up uh he got a total of seven. Oh, no. <laughs> lucky seven. Uh, yeah, lucky 13 and lucky seven in the same session. Oh, boy. All right. So, no, he sees Hactos. And he sort of snarls at you. We finish this. Now, Priam, Priam growls. And you picks also up his see Priam standing. Be you also see Priam behind him, the bodies of Jude, Tauros, and Spyro. And you see the blood on Hactos' spear. 
Yeah, given his uh, given that seven perception check, he's as far as he knows, they're actually dead. Yeah. No, you bastard! And all right, he's attacking. So, so Priam, Tauros, Spyro, roll initiative. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. And Poros, you hear Priam scream this as he just lunges at you with this maul. <clears throat> Nat 20, baby. But the, oh, Priam, Priam's rolling initiative too? Or is yeah, he... Yeah. Alrighty. Okay, well, lucky you guys. You got a Nat 1. So did... So, so did I. <laughs> Uh, I'm guessing, so wait, what do we do with that? Because we both failed. Is it still, like, whoever got higher decks? Who has the higher yeah. initiative? Who has the higher uh, I have, I have a nine. <laughs> yeah. Yep, nope. Nope. Yep, nope, so that, 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 you would go. <laughs> just you bastard! Just stand still. It just stands still. No, there. he's moving, but the others are reacting faster. Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, Tauros, seeing this is... Let me see if I have it readied. Please let me say I have it ready. No, I do not have it readied. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna do hold person. But not today, because I didn't think I'd need it. Please tell me you got lesser restoration. <laughs> <laughs> you wish. Uh, I, I do not. I'm sorry. <laughs> this might hurt you a bit. So, um, how far away is uh, Priam from? He is All ten this? feet away and closing fast. Okay, um, Tauros is going to do a hold person in the old-fashioned way and just try to pin him to the ground. Alright, so I would need both of you to roll first Tauros roll to sort of be able to grapple him. You need to roll yeah. an attack. Uh, with strength mod? Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Um, no, no. I'm, I'm not even going to say it. I, I, I fail. I don't think a 10's going to do anything. Yep. So you move in, try and grapple, but Priya moves fast, and he slams the other end of his maul, the butt of it, into your sternum and sort of forces you back. Um. Good. Very not good. You going to do anything else? You'll have to do better than that, Hactos. I will not be killed so easily. So are there two Hactoses? What does Priam see with a Minotaur charging at him? I'm guessing Hactos. Yeah, yeah, no. It's <laughs> two Hactos. Hacti, if you will. No, he, he sees... When you moved, what he saw was Hactos moving to attack you. Ah. Or attacking uh -huh. him, yeah. Alright. But, um, um... Until... Wait, I do have something. Uh, since Hack... Since Hactos... Since Priam, big guy, Taurus is gonna be like, Okay, 
touches his symbol of Farika and casts Shield of Faith. Alright. Spyro. Good idea. Spyro, you're up. What are you gonna do? It I'm... looks like Priya's just got off his rocker and is attacking Tauros. Right, I'm gonna use Lesser Restoration again. If I have to use it on another person, I'm going to flip. <laughs> and Spyro is literally like, oh, not this shit again. Pulls off his loot off his back and he's just like, ring, as he runs up and touches uh, yep. uh, Priam. So, Priam, you're sort of readying your next swing when you hear music playing and you pause for a moment, look around. Hactos fades away and is replaced by Tauros. And you look behind you, see there's Spyro sort of finishing playing his lute with Jude. Um, um, we're leaving. <laughs> You're coming with us. We're going now. Priam lowers his hammer immediately. Yes. Yes. Um, that's for the best. Um, Priam, quick question. Yes. How heavy uh, are you? Let me look at his thing real quick. Did I give him a weight? I don't think I did. He is six one and beefy. Yeah, yeah. Taurus is beefy too. Taurus is just going to attempt to carry him. Just like, hey, nope, he... we are going. Well, no, no, no. He, he's agreeing with you. He, he doesn't need to be carried. He's he's oh, agreeing. Okay. He wants out of here. He's like, yeah, like that's for the best. We, I, sooner we're out of this goddamn freaking gorge, mm -hmm. the better. Like, yeah, he, okay. if anything, he's already turned around and started packing. Right. Uh, yeah, seeing him turn, Taurus is leading the charge out. Um, at this moment, Spyro's like, okay, all right, I need to check on Jude. And he sort of looks at Jude, he goes, Jude, honey, are you okay? Are you, are you, do you need, uh, do you need some, uh, uh, you, you need any help? As you approach Jude, Jude's eyes open slowly, and... There seems to be a sort of panic there. And he starts to slowly sort of raise his arm. And it looks like it's taking some effort. And you look and you realize the metal, the joints, appear to have been corroding. He goes, and he sort of cl slowly clutches at his throat. And opens his mouth, but nothing comes out. Oh. It's looking like this gas as you look at you, and then you sort of look at your own weapons. Um, Poros and Priam, your weapons are magical, so you guys are fine, but... Spyro, <clears throat> you look at some of your arms, and you realize that the metal parts are corroding. Because... Okay, everyone, we need to get out now, 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 now. Jude, honey, are you okay? You need to. Are you okay to walk? Jude okay. is still like trying to move, and it looks like he really can't. Tauros, Tauros. Yep, I'm coming. Pick up, pick up, Jude. We need to get out of here now. I don't know what it is about this place, but it's it's corroding him. And and my weapons, we gotta move. Now, now, yep. now. Tauros picks up 
do fireman's carry. Do I have to do a strength check for that, or...? Um... Yeah, make an athletics check. Athletics check, okay. Shouldn't be too bad. It's been rolling decently. Uh, yeah, um... 26? Yep, no, no problem. You sort of lift him up and sort of sling him over your shoulder and you just go. Yep, we're booking it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we're going. Oh, God. You guys are tearing me apart. Come on, let's go. Good grief. Yep. So you guys move and you keep sort of trying to make your way through the ravine in the dark. Um... As you're going. And Priam, turn on Divine Sense again, please. <laughs> yep, no, you do it, and once again, you feel the sort of pulsating dread emanating from the ground, and you can actually sort of see the glowing marks more clearly in the darkness of night, and it just lends this sort of eerie glow to this place. Um which does not help the sensations you're feeling at all. Um. <clears throat> are there any, are there any, like, presences nearby? Like, any returned or anything that he can sense? No, no, nothing like that. Um. Th things that worse than returned? No. Okay. Not well, just, sense. just keeping it up. As we, as we hustle through the, as we hustle through this place. Yeah. How far do you guys intend to go? Um. Uh, could Spyro try and use Dimension Door and move us five hundred feet away? Possibly. Um, are you able to do that with more than one person? That's something to check. Okay, I'm gonna have a little look. Let's have a little looky wooky. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm on the wrong bit. Give me a second. Um. Yeah, it says you can only yep, bring yourself. one willing creature of your size or smaller. Um. Oh. So yeah. God. Uh... Oh no, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Is it still uh foggy? Yes. <laughs> and how far are you guys sort of moving? How much time are you taking to just sort of get out or try to find a way out? Uh, if we can just, I mean, the way I see it is seeing what it's doing to Jude, we just, I think it's best that we just get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, period. try as fast as we can. <clears throat> Maybe yeah. take, like, short, like, a short break to, like, catch breath, catch our breaths, like, drink, yeah. a, like, drink some water and then keep going. Like, yeah. not even, yeah. like, a, 
Yeah. Like a few minutes at most. Mm -hmm. All right. I will say, like, that will, like, if you guys are trying to sort of push through the night, um, you are going to gain a level of exhaustion. Yeah, definitely. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, I will so, say... Anything to get out of the fog. I will say every time that we stop, Spire is going to try and use the mending cantrip on the corrosion. Mending doesn't work on Jude. Um, I, meant on the, I meant on his weaponry. Yep, okay. You can do that. Okay. Um, as you guys sort of take a quick moment of break as the sun is beginning to rise, um, I'd like you all to roll perception checks. Which we now have... Disadvantage, disadvantage on. Disadvantage <laughs> Yep. Nope. Ah. There we go. That is... Okay, cool. Uh, five. Hey, um, I got you beat, uh, Six. Matt. One. Oh, uh, that kind of beat. <laughs> uh, yeah, the bad kind. Eighteen. Oh. Disadvantage? Yeah, I got a natural nice. 20 and an 18. Spyro. Yeah. Spyro, my team. man. Carry us, please. Even though, of course, it's carrying Jude. Spyro. Oh. So, Spyro, you sort of look around as everyone's sort of resting. Um, and you look around as the mist lifts for a moment. And you sort of go pale. And you're sort of blink and try to sort of think, surely not, but there, right where, you know, you see all the sort of markings of where you hurriedly broke camp. You are right back where you guys started. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. But, but here's the thing. As a player, this is making me think, could this be an illusion? Oh no! Ugh. Is Taurus Taurus just carrying Jude, and Jude's just like in reality, just like fine, and it's like what? All right, just reading a book. <laughs> just mm-hmm. Yeah, this it... is how the thing goes. <laughs> <laughs> it's all funny games until we find out Taurus was actually ca carrying Timurat. Yeah, he's just he's just carrying okay. Timurat. Just... Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is nice. Taking <laughs> the weight off my feet. Yeah. So, we're right, we're right back where we started. Oh, God. Right? Right, DM? Yes, Spyro was able to make out that you guys are back to at where you started. Uh, Spyro just sort of lets it be known to the others. We are back where we started. That's not possible. I, 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 wouldn't, I didn't think it would be so either, but here we are, back where we started. There's something wrong with this place. No. And as you sort of look, Spyro, you're able to see that it's not quite the same. It looks like somehow, like, the stone seems smoother than it was when you guys first got there. Almost as if it's been shaped. And you sort of look back at the path that you were on, and you see that it's also been sort of shaped. Um, roll an investigation check. Everybody? Everybody? Yeah. Yeah, you guys can roll investigation, too. 
Um, would this be with disadvantage? Uh, yes. Okay. We're off to a good start. Come on! Right, I got. Oh my god! Every nat twenty I've gotten is on has been on like a with disadvantage thing. <laughs> um. So I, six. Um, congratulations, guys! I get to quote Sam Regal. I rolled a zero. Oh my word! What is wrong with you two? Right, I got two fourteens. So fourteen plus three, so that's seventeen. Yep. Spyro, you're sort of looking over it and. You realize something else. As you sort of touch the walls, it sort of crumbles away and reveals something underneath. Hmm. And you look at the sort of dust that's sort of come off, and you realize it's not dust. It's soot. Soot. As if... And you sort of look at the sort of... And you realize that the rocks of the ravine aren't black, like, naturally. They're blackened by soot. <clears throat> and you also see lying nearby, hidden by soot as well, there's an object. And you pick it up and you rub the soot off, and you find that you're holding a scale. Oh no. A crimson scale. Spyro. Red dragons and theros. Yeah, there, yeah. there are a few. Uh, Spyro <laughs> yeah. just sort of goes, Priam, what, what do you, what do you make of this? And he hands him the scale. Priam, uh, you may roll a nature or arcana check. I'm proficient in either of those. No. Okay. Here we go. With disadvantage, remember. Yeah. Um. He got a ten. Oh no. So as far um, as he knows, it's just a dragon. A re is he just gonna guess? Like, is this just first guess? Just dragon? Well, it's see, the problem is that there are a number of reptilian creatures in Theros, but given you're in the mountains and. Given what you guys seem to have been <laughs> dealing with, a dragon isn't really out of the realm of possibility, and in all likelihood, very likely. Um, it, yeah, Priam looks at the scale. That's a big problem. Mm. If I'm not mistaken, that scale belongs to a red dragon. Spiral. Of course. Of the course mountains are its natural territory. This is the moment where Spyro puts away the scale and goes, Guys, there might be a dragon around here. Um, Gentlemen, um, it's been good to know you. I do die with some regrets. Um, no, we aren't finished yet. He's been going around in circles. Oh, oh, I got an idea. I got an idea. Oh, no. What? What is it, Spyro? Spyro is going to pull out the feather and is going to try and blow it. You take a breath 
and all of a sudden, you feel a hand clasp around your wrist. And you hear Jude. But it's not quite Jude's voice that says, Let's not be too hasty with that, Spyro. And you look over and you see, and Tauros, you have sort of they had um, slipped from your back and you sort of thought, wait, how is he? And you all see Jude, but he now seems to be wreathed in shadows. Tauros looks at this and goes, I'm not even surprised at this point. Spyro, Spyro just sort of turns and goes, I need to get Jude out of here. This place is killing him. You know how to get him out of here? He goes, I was hoping if I used the feather I might have an idea of what to do. I, I'm at wit's end here. That feather is not to be wasted. And Priam, you're sort of looking at this. It seems the other two sort of know what's going on, but you have not seen Jude, like, act this way or speak this way before. Yeah. He's not sure what's going on. Toast <laughs> just looks at Priam and goes, Priam? Wait. Meet Phoenix, the god of deception. I have heard of him. And now you see him. Well, not really him. He, he possessed Jude. It's a thing. As a means right. of making sure that he stays alive. Right. That too. Fear not, it's only temporary. Right. Once we're out of this predicament you all seem to have landed yourselves in, I shall release Jude back into your custody. Um, we didn't land ourselves into this. Timorak did. Either way, it sounds as though you know the way out of this place, Phoenix. Mm. The dragon that rules this ravine is a clever one, but young and experienced. He's been making use of scrolls stolen from Odinos to reshape the land around him to his whim. He can only our... do it for so long, though. So our best chance is to either wait him out or seek him out. And deal with it. Mm. And the best way to do that is to continue moving forward towards the exit. Which way is the exit? <laughs> the exit is wherever he wants it to be. But no magic can hold us. Not for long, anyways.
Well, at least we know that. Hmm. But what does that mean we should do, then? Part of me thinks maybe some more divine help would be nice, but something tells me Fenix here would think it's not necessary. Feeling a little put out after your episode, Taurus? Well, you know, confronting my best friend as a return to trying to kill me kind of does a thing to you. You'd know about that, wouldn't you? At least the returned part, I'm assuming. I know only that the underworld does some terrible things even in close proximity to those who are living. Good life lesson. I'll keep that in mind. I have a question, Fenix. Why am I not being affected the same way the others are? I believe you already know the answer to that, don't you, Spud? After all, and he sort of waves his hand as a sort of darkness sort of falls over you, Revealing the full scope of your starry body. You're special. I used to hear that word a lot, the veil. Special means a lot of things to a lot of people. To me, it just made me feel alone. Make me made me feel different in a way that I couldn't explain. Well, if you're going to help us, Fenix, you could at least show us the way out. Gladly. And he turns and starts moving through the mist. <clears throat> Spyro. Priam. Oh, sorry. Priam hesitates for a moment before following. Yep, Taurus follows. Spyro just sort of leans into Taurus and goes, I don't trust him as far as I can throw him, which is not very far. Look how weak my arms are. But. Spyro. Spyro, from the bottom of my heart, Spyro, would it make you feel better if I carried you? No. It really wouldn't. All right. Now, listen. He's at least cooperating, and that right. That at least doesn't fill me with as much dread as I thought it would. But fair. Ah, this just makes my skin crawl. Well, he is the god of deception. It's kind of in the title. That's not what I mean. Oh. Is it how he's? Possessing uh, Jude. I just wish. Is, is that the thing? I just wish Jude could have told me. And told you what? What Clothis said about Jude having gifts from Phoenix. I only know about the book. What else did he give him? Is this I... one of the gifts? 
this whole possession know. thing. I will say this, um, Spyro, if need be, uh, Farika could also possess me if she ever wanted to. So, <sighs> but I will say this: so far, nothing bad. Ha well, bad things have happened to us, but Jude's alive. And I wish I knew what Clothis meant by the secrets. Clothis herself is one big mystery we have yet to solve. And Phoenixia doesn't really make it easy for us. But when he needs to be, when he is reliable, he's reliable. I don't like this either, but what other options do we have? I don't know. That's the problem, Amy. You see Spyro just sort of grab hold of his head. And you can see that this is really starting to stress him out. And he's just sort of, he sort of goes, I would ask Dad, but something doesn't feel right between me and him at the moment. And Well, if it makes you feel better, if I was your father, I would have been proud on how you handled those returned. Popped their head off like a cork on a wine bottle. I wasn't even going for that. I was trying to grab him by the neck and pull him to the ground. Uh, sometimes, uh, some things you don't intend to turn into something really wonderful. Say, I didn't intend to join this group. I just wanted to help the sick and acros. But here I am. And I do say I'm better off for it. Thanks to everyone, including yourself. Spyro just gives him a pat on the shoulder and goes, come on, before they get too far ahead and we don't know where they've gone. Right, right, we have to carry on. Almost forgot about walking. Toros <laughs> uh, walks ahead. So as they're moving, um, Jude, or well, Fenex, sort of hangs back enough for uh, Priam. <clears throat> and the others sort of walk in pace with him. And he remarks, How very fascinating. Mm. Oh, you, I'm assuming you're talking about the illusions. Uh, or... Oh, not the illusion. Hmm. No, what? those are simply parlor tricks. Hmm. No, I was referring to how well Erebos veils his land. Oh, we are in Erebos's land now. Hmm. Yes. All of Ogonoth okay. and the mountains around them practically are his. Uh, I'll admit this, I didn't think I'd seen stuff like this until I was, well, dead. You know, already in the underworld. Oh, this is but merely the frontier of his new empire he hopes to build in Heliod's absence. Do you want him to build an empire? <laughs> I abhor empire. Of any sort. Oh, makes sense. I would have thought you'd have learned that back in Meletus. Oh, I... That elderly man made it perfectly clear. Um, though, I will say, there is one thing I was a bit disappointed in in Melitus. Your followers could have just asked me to heal them. They didn't have to kidnap me. 
Can you really blame them? No, I don't. Which is a shame. So, do you have any opinions about Helioid's control over Melitus? Opinions about anything, really? Oh, I have many opinions and many thoughts, Tori. Whether I choose to share them or not depends on how I'm feeling. Fair. Fair. Just trying to make some travel talk. What you're really looking for is secrets, are you not? Oh, I mean, secrets involving medicine, eventually, you know, help the sick, you know, become better quicker. That'd be nice. That's my main goal. Yes, and Farika's been doing such a good job of guiding you along, hasn't she? We're playing the long game. Hmm. Always with the long game with her. Does it ever concern you, Tauros? In the beginning, yes, it did. Not anymore. Even knowing that she's sanctioned the actions of your mentor. So, he did kill those people. Indeed. For the greater good, he said. Men say many things. For the things. betterment of mankind. When I when we do go to Melitus again, I do want to confront him about that. Of course you do. But the real question is, will Farika allow it? If it's just a conversation, I think she wouldn't mind. Medikai sharing notes, you see. Perfectly normal. So you're hoping to pick up his techniques, then? I would wish to learn them so I could reverse them. <laughs> and so it goes with all Farikans. You play at the moral high ground, claiming to be neither good nor evil, claiming that your work is for the betterment of science, the betterment of all. But it's just your excuse to play at being gods yourselves, isn't it? I have never considered myself a god, nor do I think I ever will. I am a mere mortal. A mere mortal who plays with the lives of others who seeks to claim monetary reward for his services. I, uh, How different I... is that, do you think, from worship of a god? I don't recall the last time I seen people drop gold as a sacrifice to Farika. <laughs> no, Buying... gods' demands are far more steep in some cases. Then, really, when it comes to sacrifice, you have um, no place to really uh, stand, being a god yourself. They give <laughs> you sacrifices, don't they? Oh, what I collect from you mortals is hardly anything that you really miss. Whispers. Secrets. Lies. Half-truths. 
all these things feed me. So long as people wish to hide something, so long as there is something to hide, I shall continue. Hmm. You know, I'm going to be honest, I never knew that. That's actually quite fascinating. There is much that you don't know, and much that you wish to learn. Of course, I think it's natural for everything here, every life, to learn. Though, in Melitus Helioids making that hard. Indeed, but now Heliod is no longer among us. I hate his eagles so much. One of them tried to steal my mace. And what of you two, Iroans? He glances back at Priam and Spyro. What is it that you wish to learn? The way out of here, Priam says bluntly. <laughs> Spyro just looks Fenix dead in the eye and just goes, No, if I can ease Jude's suffering. How to stop Jude's suffering? What is it that you think he suffers from, Spyro? That's the thing. He doesn't tell me. When I first met him, he had no memories. And the longer we were moving, well, the longer we moved around together, he was getting better and better, but there was just something that he wasn't telling me. Something at the back of his mind. Something in the back of his eyes that just said that something was wrong and it's taken me so long just to get any bit of information out. His memories. And then all that stuff that happened with Tauros back at the temple. It's almost as if he has had extra lives, as it were, different versions of who he is. And the only thing I can think about is what would push him so hard to go for, well, and sort of points towards Fenix and just goes, what would bring him to you for help? Only someone who is incredibly desperate would, would do something like that. 
every time you take over, I, it's like something's wrapping something around my neck and I feel so helpless not being able to help him. You think it is your sole responsibility to help him. You think that I shouldn't be allowed to help. I never... Even though I've proven useful. I've never said that I don't think you should help. But that was the implication, was it not? After all, you take no umbrage when Jude receives help from Ava, or Tauros, or Aslan. But the moment I step in to give him what he needs in order to win a battle, the moment I step in and try to ease his pain and suffering in ways that you cannot possibly do, you feel hate. You feel disgust. You feel anger. I because did. at the core of it all, you believe that Jude is yours. Protect. A foster son to replace that which you lost. And you feel that by allowing me in, that you lose him. Bit by bit, a slower death than one that was suffered at the Maws of Wolves. Spyro is just standing there and he goes my little brother was my mistake I didn't feel like I could physically do anything to help I didn't feel ready to put my life on the line then but ever, ever since then with Jude i I don't want to make that mistake again. And I will admit, yeah, you're right. I do feel hatred towards you, but I'm not going to let that stop me from working with you, especially if it means getting us out of here. I Do I think that you're doing this to get some leverage to get some moves in a weird game that you're playing yes but the more i try to figure out what the hell you're doing the more more i'm falling into this despair and i've just had enough so just take us out of here and this will be the last we ever speak about this you got that fenix If you wish to say no more about it, then by all means, we can certainly do that. 
But be aware that this game that you say that I play, it's one that all of you are being part of as well. All the gods are using you as pieces. Spire, the last thing Spyro says is, my life has never felt like my own. And part of me doesn't really care about that. Well, of course not. That's how Iroas made you. And hearing this um, thing with uh, you just pieces, Taurus would just sign, just go, I chose this path. I know I did. This and Spyro just turns to Tauros and go, How did you become a medicist again? Oh, not honestly. I uh, wanted to help people, um, but I did not want to. I did not want to live in the shadow of my mother, who, of course, uh, priestess of Iroros, which nothing wrong with that. Iroros does a lot of good. But I just wanted to help them in a way that my mother didn't expect me to do, I suppose. I just wanted, honestly, when it comes down to it, I just wanted to help people. In fact, <laughs> us Medikai don't really even have a set oath. I more or less made up my own rules. To, as a medicus, of course, but I am also a priest of Farika, which we Farikan, Medikai, um, no medicine the best. Normally. I'm sure there's some exceptions, but not many. Fair. <sighs> I can't wait for so, this. I can't wait for this nightmare to be over. And we're out of Phoenix, here. I do have a question. And what would that be? Are any of your followers a medicus? <laughs> My followers do not cleave towards the healing heart. Mm. Just wondering, you know. Curiosity. Spyro goes, are we nearly there yet? In time. In time. So... What else do you know about Frixis? <laughs> many things he well, like many in Melitus has many secrets to be honest that really doesn't surprise me we were only work colleagues I, I don't even know if you would technically consider me a friend
Then again, I don't think he has many friends. Hmm. If he did, that surprised me, honestly. If he was living a very social life, going to taverns, drinking, that would honestly astound me. Hmm. You all are ones to talk? No. Really? How many of your peers did you actually interact with, Tauros? Instead of just studying away, trying your damnedest to be able to make it through exams. Um, fair enough point. I did sanction myself off. But I, I admit it. It's not like trying to pull teeth out of me to reveal. Like, oh, believe it or not, Tauros was a recluse in his studies. No, no, it's quite simple, really. It certainly didn't engender you many friends, either. Mm, no, it, it didn't. But it got me where I needed to be. Lost all of his friends the moment he was revealed to be a coward. Well, I'm still his friend. And you, Priam. He turns towards the warrior. You've made some particularly nasty enemies, haven't you? One any good, any warrior that lives as long any warrior that lives as long as I have will make their own will make their fair share of enemies. It's only natural. Ah, but there's one in particular who's as unnatural in strength as you are. Priam, this whole time Priam's been kind of like resting his hammer on his shoulder. At that, his his grip on it tightens a bit. You don't know where he is, do you? And it worries you. I have not seen him in many in many years. It's true, but I serve. I. But I've fought him before and come and come out alive. But I can do I can do so again. <laughs> but you will never be able to kill him in turn. Always battling each other at each other's throats. So long as he lives, you will never know peace. Priam scowls, but he doesn't say much else. Priam, this does raise a question. What's that? This person you said was your friend, right? Or at least you know them. I would not say that he's my friend. But why do you want to kill him? Is it... Did he do something terrible to you? Is, just... Is this just mindless slaughter? Ah, <laughs> uh, if you wish to know about mindless slaughter, you're talking to the right man, aren't they, Priam? 
I've never slaughtered mindlessly, Fenix. No. Any creatures, I anything, anything, or anyone I have killed, Minotaurs, Leonin, other men, has been in defense of Akros or myself. I do not speak battle out. No. For slaughter's sake. <laughs> But you know how to hit them where it hurts. That's what you were thinking when you killed his beloved. Well, um, you said um, that you are a champion of Iroas, right? Priya? Correct. Um, real quick, th I'm sorry, I'm I'm blanking on the name. His name is Hactos, right? Or yes, Hactos. And yeah. Hack. Actos is a champion of. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm blanking on the name of the god now. I just know he's the god of slaughter. No, actually, Hactos is a warrior like yourself who has also pledged himself to Iroas. Ah, uh, right, 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 right. Like myself, Hactos. It Hactos is a champion of Iroas. However, his, his perception of victory has been warped to some, has been warped and twisted beyond anything that, that, that our god, that Iroas could possibly see as true victory. If that were oh. true, then why does he retain the power he has? This, at this moment, Spy goes, All right, Fenix, this is enough. <laughs> I don't mind you badgering me with my past because, do you know what? Yeah, I did do all those things and I did make some stupid ass mistakes, but I owned up to them and I'm trying my darndest to redeem myself in the eyes of the veil and in myself. Not that I think that you'd ever understand the idea of redemption. Hmm. Lost on a man that hides in the shadows, skulking behind other people. Because redemption is overrated, Spyro. Redemption... redemption. Needing redemption gets better people killed. And if I die on the road to redemption, I consider it worth it. Will it really be worth it if you die in vain, leaving behind the shattered minds of those who mourn your loss? Now, hold on. I wouldn't say he would lose everything. Um, if he died valiantly defending us, I do believe the crew would carry his story and his legacy of the brave satyr that could. Assuming you all don't die, too. Oh, I am very aware that I will die someday, but I am trying to make a life that is 
so wonderful that I helped so many people that people won't see me as just a minotaur, but see me as a medicus first. And plus that redemption is overrated. That sounds like something a two-copper philosopher would say in Melitus. They'll never not see you for what you are, Taurus. In time, perhaps, yes, many will appreciate your talents. But there will always be doubt. You're right. People will see me for what I am. A hero. No. They'll see the fool who tried to be a hero. Now, I wouldn't say fool, though I would say stupid. The stupid minotaur that tried to be a hero, but that still has hero in it. A cautionary tale is a tale nevertheless. Perhaps. As they move through the mist, Fenax sort of waves a hand, and it clears away, and you all see you've been walking for hours on end now, um, having conversations like this, and um, you see what appears to be the end in sight. A stairway sort of leading up out of the ravine. I know this seems counterintuitive, Fenix, but be honest, is this actually the exit? The end? Yes. Now all we have to do is, and at that point, you all hear a rumble. <laughs> You motherfucker. <sighs> I either A, it's the dragon, or B, I somehow managed to anger Perforos again. Or C, he's still pissed about the first time. You all see a glow behind you. And Fenex says, No, it's definitely the dragon. We should run now. And <laughs> immediately run. is off. <laughs> Tauros is not far behind Fenex booking it. <laughs> Spyro is also going to try and book it. <laughs> yep. Priam's bringing up the rear. <laughs> Alright, I would like everyone now to roll a dex saving throw. Oh, come uh -oh. on, with a team that fell! Oh. Wait, do we... Do, is it disadvantage or not? Um... You don't get disadvantage on saving throws with the level of exhaustion you guys are at. Okay. I don't think. Oh, right, yeah, this is a saving throw, not an ability um, throw. I'm going to be using my pious ability because I rolled a nat 1. <laughs> okay. Alright, now I need to remember this time that I that... have... Mm. It's a nat 20. Hey! Right. Oh yeah, also, everyone, uh, add three, add, add another three to your rolls, because Priam has Aura of Protection, which... When so starting at sixth level, whenever you are a friendly creature within ten feet of you, must make a saving throw. They gain a bonus equal to my charisma modifier, which is three. Okay, so 
22 plus 3, so 25. Net 20. <laughs> and what I got He got a 17. We are right, rolling good so today, guys. <laughs> Fenex gestures for y'all to move into a crevice before he suddenly vanishes. And uh, you all get in just in time as the blast of flame rushes past you. Um, it still is just searing heat. Um, you all managed to make the save, but uh, it's still a lot of damage. Um, oh no. So, how much? Because we still have that temp HP, I believe. Um, now that would have gone. Now that wore off a while ago. Oh great. Okay. Yeah. Um, how much do we take? I'll take twenty six points of fire damage. You know what? Not too bad. Taurus is horrible. Hurt. It's not horrible, but Taurus um, is hurt. Quick question: Since Priam is on. Start. Can it, can he use the damage reduction on that, or is it only physical? Damage? Yeah, you can use the damage reduction on that. Yeah, because I can't, can't. Yeah, may as well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, that's for, okay. so he rolled a ten plus his con modifier. Okay, so that's fifteen less. Uh -huh. So he's at eleven. All right. I will say this: Tauros is still in double digits, mm -hmm. so we're good. <laughs> How's Spyro doing? Double digits? Still double digits, yeah. Double digits, okay. Whew. Worried there for a sec. Yeah, Priam is still in pretty... is in relatively very good shape. Yep. Um... So you all have managed to sort of fit in this crevice, and you sort of look back and you see it goes back quite a ways, um, this crevice, and um, as you all are sort of thinking this, all of a sudden, you feel this sort of thudding boom of footsteps landing near you all, and... You three all see the claws of this dragon step near I, you. I don't want to bomb you. Guys, but Good initiative I believe, time? Uh, I believe we should go deeper into this crevice. Spyro goes, no, we need to face this head on. <laughs> Spyro, there's a different between dying valiantly and something I like to call suicide. This is leaning towards the suicide side. <laughs> and it can laugh. The dragon sort of, sort of steps back and sort of looks at the crevice. You. Which one? There's three of us. Both ways and yet right at the same time. Regardless of what you do, you shall meet your end here. 
and the dragon sort of reaches up with its claws. And you see sort of sparks of energy from Lirud as it slams its claws on the crevice, both of them, and pulls, and the stone shifts. And before any of you have time to move, it closes off the crevice, and you are trapped in darkness. As the dragon you hear through the stone howls with laughter. Another catch, a boo to eat later. I wonder if you shall feast upon each other's remains before I return. Gentlemen, I have an idea to get out. But what is it? It may not be good. What is the idea? Oh, well, um, I, me, um, I could, um, ask Parika for help, but it'd be in a more physical sense. What do you mean? You see, when Farika possesses someone, they eventually, they will have her aid and her help. But they will become an afflicted. Someone whose soul is permanently damaged. I do believe she could help us out. But it would come at the cost of me damaging my soul. And, well, when she unpossesses me, I may look a bit different. Oh. Perhaps we should. I could. Per perhaps I could. I can pray to Iros. He might be. He might help us get out of this. You no, know, um, that's also a good option because one, my mother is a priestess of Iros, and two, my best friend slash the person I'm the advisor to is also a champion of Iros. So if Iros doesn't answer, well, we have Farika. Spyro is punching the rock while you lot are doing this, by the way. He's just... <laughs> just trying... I doubt I rose would... I doubt I rose would fail us. Okay. Not unless... What's Spyro trying to do? He's punching the rock. <laughs> he is not The rock is this. not budging. Spyro's a bit panicked. I'm not gonna lie. Spyro. He's not listening, he's still hammering. Uh, Toros, mm -hmm. do what you can to calm him down. I'll try to... I will, <clears throat> excuse me. I will try to commune with... I will try to commune with Iroas. Okay, um, you do that. I'm going to um, do the best I can with uh, Byro. So Toros is going to kind of shuffle towards... Uh, how um big is this gap? Is it comfortable or is it tight? It's very tight. Um... Okay, so Taurus kind of side shuffles his way to Spider, just like, hey, um, you know, I've done um body part versus rock before when I was very young. The the rock wins. Spyro's hands are shaking. 
Spyro, don't don't worry. Priam's gonna try something first. If that doesn't work, we'll go with my plan. So yeah, we have two plans. Double the plans. We're good. We hope. Okay, so yeah, Priam's Priam closes his eyes because I'm guessing he doesn't have room to like sit cross-legged and. No, no, you guys are kind of packed in there like sardines. Okay. So yeah, he just closes his eyes. Lord Iroas. I humbly ask for your aid. Please. Either lend us either lend us your aid and get us out of here. Or otherwise lend 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 me the strength to get us out of here. I'm I must return to. I must. We must return to Princess Ava, so that she may so that she may continue to serve your purposes and protect Theros. You wait. You wait. And you don't get an immediate response, but you feel a sense of calm wash over you. And you take deep breaths and start to sort of remember your training. And the first thing that you remember being taught, and this is something that you learned way back when you were a child, still on the Dacros Isles, was how to take stock of a situation and use what you have around you. What does Priam see? Because all I really see is the three of us. Jude slash Fenax are parts unknown, and we're all kind of pretty packed pretty tightly. Yeah. Yeah, roll a perception check. Any sort of advantage or. You still have disadvantage due to your exhaustion. Ah, uh, dicks. Um. Okay. All right. Okay. It's not bad. All right. Um. So fifteen plus seventeen total. So. You can't see anything, and you're packed in tight. But you do feel something. Almost like a breeze. And you feel around for it, and you realize it's coming from the back. And it's incredibly tight, but you do sense that 
it looks like this crevice goes back quite a ways. And if there's a breeze, that means it must lead out somewhere. Gross. Spyro. Hmm? Yes? I think I found the way out of here. Well, it's going to be it's going to be tight, but deeper in this way, I I can feel a slight breeze. That means that this must lead outside. I just hope I'm small enough to fit through. Figure something out if not. Come on, follow me. This is gonna follow. <laughs> yeah, Spire is gonna follow. So yeah, Priam, it is very tight, sort of moving through this gap. Um, and uh, it takes some effort. I am going to need you to roll an athletics check or an acrobatics check to sort of warm your way through without getting stuck. Is this for Priam or for the whole group? It's for Priam and it's for um, Tauros and Spyro. Okay. Um, uh, is that... Uh, okay, is that it's... with disadvantage? Yes. Oh, God. Um... Okay. <sighs> oh, it's the same number each time. So okay. Five, Sixteen. Um, for five. me, uh, that's a twelve. Yeah. I, I got a twenty-four. I got, total. I got a. Priam, you are able to sort of muscle your way through, um, pulling yourself, and just you know, manage to sort of make good headway. Tauros, you start getting through. Your horns get stuck. You move out of the way. You sort of try and push forward. Horns get stuck again, as well as your chest. And eventually you reach a point where you're just sort of crammed in there and you cannot move. Um, and Spyro, what did you get? 14 in total. Yeah, Spyro, you get backed up by Tauros and um, you have an idea to sort of try and climb over him and you get yourself wedged in deep. Um, so, Tauros, this is not how I saw our date happening, but um, um, hello. Was it Spyro, this is not the time for jokes. My horns are stuck. I have an idea, but mine don't grow back like yours do. I don't think mine grow back either. I think they do. Maybe. Do they? I don't know. Um, you would need to roll a nature or a medicine check. Rolling a medicine check to see <laughs> if... See the horns and the or minotaur horns grow back. I can't believe we're wasting rolls on this. <laughs> no, it's not wasting roll. Taurus has a plan. Oh. Espyro has a broken horn, so. Yeah. That's a seven. Yeah. You have no idea. <laughs> yeah, well, Taurus, I'm kind of stuck in between your back, your tail, and I think your pelvis. Wedged between these two rocks, I look like I, I look like you just hunted me. Okay, this is not how I expected today to go, but here we are. Maybe if I could dislodge the rocks with sound, maybe behind us, I might be able to push us forward. 
be Korean peach. Can you break the rocks around us? Maybe. Don't worry, I got this. And Spyro casts Thunder Wave behind him. <laughs> okay. It's a 15-foot cube. <laughs> okay. Of sound. Oh, goes death. Okay. Um... Roll that damage. Okay. I'm only doing it at level one because I don't want to do too much damage. Okay, that's maximum damage of 16. So the stone behind you sort of shatters and shakes apart. And um, it frees up enough space where you're able to sort of dislodge yourself from Tauros and back out. Uh, Tauros still um, still stuck. Okay. Uh, bugger. Um... Gentlemen. Okay. Um, I'm going to do something very risky. If this goes bad, I'm sorry. Tauros is trying is going to try and brute force his way through the duck situation he's in. By by the way, uh, Lava, anything 300 yeah. feet away could hear it. Yep. That, well, it was yeah. sort of muffled by the stone. Um, Taurus is going to try and Kool-Aid man his way through if he... He's going to try. Alright, you may make another athletics check to get unstuck. Athletics or acrobatics? Um, Athletics. 15, 16, 17. What did you get the last time, by the way? He got like. Last time 12. was like a 12. Yeah, yeah, okay. But this time, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. And you did that with disadvantage? Oh, not disadvantage. Shoot. Yep, remember, that still applies. That's a 14. Oh, God. You. Try and it's just you're too stuck. Um, you can't move back, you can't move forward. Um, you managed to wiggle a little bit, and that's about it. Um, I'm trying to think of something. Uh, there, yep. there, there's not, there, there's not a whole lot of room for Priam to like really like rear back with his hammer and like. Do like full force swings <gasps> oh, at the rock oh, is there. Oh, I, I know what to do. I actually got an idea. <laughs> what what is it? Polymorph on Tauros. Ah. <laughs> now does the creature have to be willing or like it's a saving throw, I believe? It's, or... it, I think it's willing, isn't it? I think yeah. I think Tauros is willing to take anything at this rate <laughs> to get out of there. And I, I, I want to see if it's willing or saving throw. Um. Yep. So, an unwilling creature makes a wisdom saving throw to yeah. avoid the effect. Otherwise, Taurus is willing. Can... Okay. Yep. Taurus is okay. willing. Right. Okay. So. Spyro decides to turn him into something that is easily held. You inform him of this beforehand. Yes, I, I go, Tauros, 
This is mm-hmm. going to feel yes. very weird, but I'm going to make sure that you are absolutely fine. And I immediately turn him into Jeffrey. <laughs> the gecko. <laughs> Using polymorph. And Tauros turns mm-hmm. into a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> lizard Tauros looks up at Spyro, sticks out his tongue. And brings it back in. Crawling out of the hole while doing it. Just like, really? This? So you scurry with ease. Um, you actually manage to catch up to Priam, who is now managing to make it to a uh, sort of opening. Um, the walls have sort of opened a little bit and sort of shifted upwards. So he has to sort of climb onto a ledge and sort of squeeze his way through, but he does manage to get through. Um, you follow out with ease, Tauros, and you guys find yourselves in a less cramped chamber. It's still tight, um, but... Uh, do you still need me to uh, do a, a acrobatics yes, check Spyro, to get through? Yes, I will need you to... Um... Yeah. Okay. Acrobatics or athletics with uh, disadvantage. <laughs> Guys, guess what? Yeah. I gotta I, I've got to take a photo of this. It's just fantastic. Did you remember this advantage? Yeah. <gasps> a double net. Oh my god. Yeah. Send a picture. Yeah, send a pic. Picture it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. That, that's okay. Wonderful. <laughs> Alrighty. With the Tauros out of the way, this is so much easier. Yep, so... And you know, <laughs> you are smaller than the others, so you are able to sort of squeeze your way through, and not long after you're able to sort of shimmy your way in here, into this uh, little, um... Slightly bigger um, space. Um, That's better. Gecko Tauros. Can Gecko Tauros climb up Spyro's leg and just sit on his shoulder? Yes. Tauros just like scurries up the satyr's leg, sits on the shoulder, gives him the look of a. I'm like this thanks to you. I don't know how to feel about that. Spyro. Wait, does Priam know that uh that a uh, Spyro used polymorph on Tauros? Uh, I think you he heard was a little bit mumbling something. Um, wait, lava. Yeah. Can polymorph creatures speak? Mm-mm. You no. have the intelligence then... of the creature that I turn you into. Jeffrey had the intelligence of one, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Gecko Tauros just scurries to. Spyro's ear and just sticks his tongue in. Great. I'm getting wet willied by a gecko. This is great. Great. Preem. Where did Tauros go? Oh, the gecko that's licking my ear right now. I, I kind of turned Tauros into this because he's. Because of how big he is, it, it was just going to be far too difficult with him in that way. So, yeah, I'm going to try and keep hold of this very slippery gecko and, uh,. 
let's just keep moving. Good, good thinking. Uh, that is temporary, right? Only an hour. And carries on walking. <laughs> or sliding, as it were. Yeah, Priam just goes along, goes with him. Tauros is on his on Spyro's shoulder. Yep. So within this small space, you see another um, narrow passageway. Um, this one um, seems to be leading upwards, and that's good. But uh, the problem is that it's sort of a straight shot up, and um, it's a long climb. It's basically the length of the fall you guys went down. Oh. <sighs> Tauros, the gecko Tauros, looks up at the hole, just bleps, just bleep. This, this is the worst day I've ever had. Hands down. Just the worst day. I can't seem to catch I'll a admit break. It. I'll admit it doesn't look good. But we will figure a way out of this. Quick question. So it's a, it looks, so it's, we're going to have to climb up. Are there a lot of, like, handholds and things? Yes. Um, and also it's narrow, so... You know, we, you don't necessarily lava. have to risk falling, but, um, you know. Lava? Yep. Can Gecko's wall climb? Yes. Taurus is just going to scurry up the way out. <laughs> All right, so you start. start or wait, <gasps> if, oh, wait, if Taurus does that, then Spyro can Dimension Door me and himself. Yes. Yes. At least 500 feet up. What? 200 feet up, at least. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I mean, still, still upward progress. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, 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 yeah. So Spyro is going to use his... Right, I'm, I'm, I'm not joking. I've only got three spell slots left <laughs> after this one. Spyro is going to use Dimension Door to send them 200 feet straight up. Okay, um, we just look at the specifics of Dimension Door. Um, so you manage to dimension your doorway up partway to the top. Um, there is a problem, though. It's What's that? incredibly tight. So, one moment you're there, and then, poop! You're suddenly into space, and you get yourself slammed into the rocks, and you're like, ah! And, um, you guys... The spell doesn't fail, but you do take a little bit of force damage. Yeah, makes sense. Um, okay. 
I didn't I didn't think it was going to be a a, a smooth ride. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys take 19 points of force damage as you find yourself squished against the rocks and some of it cracks around your bodies and Yeah. 19 was it? 19 you said? Yeah, 19 points of damage. Okay. Force damage. And um <laughs> You feel something sort of tickling at your feet, Spyro, and you see uh, Gecko Toro sort of wedge his way up between the two of you and sort of climb uh, up your body. Yep, this is my life. All right, Toros, if you make it to the top, stay there. I, you're probably not, but mm. okay. Come on, Priam, we gotta. We're, we're getting close. Let's keep going. <laughs> Hearing this, Gecko Toros just turns around. Lep keeps climbing up. I think that's a yes. <laughs> Let's see. Um, question so again. Now, how long does feather fall last? I'm trying to sort of do calculations in my head for how long this fall One One have. minute, so it would have been roughly 360 feet at most. Because they fall 60 feet. Per round, so yeah, yeah. And each round is around how many seconds? Uh, like ten. Is it like ten or something? I I always say no. it's around about ten. Yeah, yeah. Isn't isn't yeah? Like one minute is ten turns. Yeah, six seconds around even. Okay, so six hundred feet. Uh. Yep. Yep. So, I think one more uh, bamp will uh, get you out. Spyro cannot bamp one more time. Oh. He doesn't have the spell slot for it. Polymorph <laughs> was one of them. Ah, shoot. Alright, well, we're doing this the old-fashioned way, then. <laughs> yeah, let's climb. <laughs> Alright, so what's that? Athletics? Yep, athletics or acrobatics. Um, just sort of get yourselves up and through the sort of rocks. Okay, thank God preempt is proficient. Uh, 19, that's with disadvantage. Uh... You got an 11. Base roll as the lowest. Nineteen altogether. Alright, so you guys eventually make your way up, and by the time it's starting to get dark, you guys finally crawl up out of this crack in the ground and heave yourselves over and just sort of lie there for a moment. Um, so, I'm taking Gecko Tauros is already up there, just looking at these two sprawled out. Yeah, and you've, by this point, uh, polymorphed back. Um, so, you are now back in Tauros form. Ah, <clears throat> uh, yes, smarter than Gecko Tauros. Yep. Tauros just... You're still trying to shake this sort of craving for bugs. 
Ghost looks at his two friends and just goes, Gentlemen, took you a while. Spyro just sort of turns, crickets. Spyro turns to him and goes, Not the time, Tauros. I. Oh, you had comedy when you were stuck on top of me. I've just climbed a hundred feet. Mm-hmm. I need a minute. Oh, I barely broke a sweat. Lucky you. Taurus is just gonna like pat his chest, like, don't worry, buddy, I'm just messing with you. Ah! That hurts! It wasn't a punch. No, but every bone in my body hurts. <laughs> um. No, no, I shouldn't. I shouldn't offer you that. I would met with Cadmus. <laughs> Rest up. Spyro falls asleep. <laughs> Yeah, Priam's gonna use a divine sense just to make sure there isn't any immediate danger nearby. Yep, you're not sensing any undead. You are yep. sort of thinking, great, so I can sense the dead, the celestials, the demons, but dragons, no, can't sense those for shit. <laughs> yeah, but I... Yeah, that is a bit of a problem. Yeah. Um, Priam's going to look at their surroundings. Is there, like, a place that they could maybe get out of, like, get out of sight? At least lick their wounds there a little bit? Yep. There is, in fact, a little crevice. Um... A small cave, and um, you guys can sort of bunker down. And you actually see, lying there already, is Jude. Jude got no longer first. wreathed in shadows, and for the looks of things, perfectly all right. Um, at rest, it seems. Oh, thank the gods. Yep. Uh, I say we rest up here, if you don't mind. Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not gonna dispute it. I am absolutely shattered. Uh um Spyro, you can take first watch if you want. Oh thank you, Tauros. You magnificent beast. Great. Okay. Spyro I will take first watch. Okay. Thank you, Priam. I just need to... Take a second. And so as you all sort of drag yourselves into the small cave, um, I think at this juncture, we can call the session here. Oh, jeez. Oh, so many emotions. Oh my god. Alright, let's sign off and then I'll be heading to bed. Oh. Yep.
Do we get any experience for surviving the red dragon? Um, nope. Say 100 experience points? Nope. <laughs> yeah. Well, worth a shot. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. Thanks uh, for joining us on this one, everyone. Um. Thanks to you guys playing. Um. I realized it was a bit of a difficult ride, but you know, I figured like I'd balance out like you know the group uh, on top. Uh, had difficult combat encounters, so I figured I'd sort of do a bit more of a sort of survival sort of deal with you guys. Yeah, no, it was yeah. cool. That, that, that was, that was, was cool. fantastic, but good God, you had me on tender hooks this entire time. I have never felt so absolutely done in my life. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely glad Spyro had two things of lesser restoration. I, I, I don't know how I would have felt about preempt fighting the, the friends. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Thinking they were thinking they were his worst enemy. Yeah. Oh. Well, again, thanks you guys for playing. Uh thanks everyone who joined in to listen. Um and those of you listening, um once the podcast is out, you all are real champions and um until next time, may the dice forever be in your favor. Bye for now. Bye. 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 There once was a time when we'd settle our scores With a knife in the back or a scythe on the balls Now a hero doth not carry dagger No sword, just a cheat, no stain, sticky-ass dairy keyboard And his only companion, from what I can tell Is a rodent with wheels, lights, and angles from hell So all you good people, now come gather round And hear my new stories of heroes above For there is a new breed of adventure in here Who laughs in the face of all danger, no fear So prepare your armor and ready your eyes for a poke in the eye from a twin Also most likely Cheeto stained. So Oh jeez. Yep. Oh. Alright, I will be back in like twenty minutes. Alright. Okay. See you then, man. Oh my word. Lava, what have you done? <laughs> okay. Uh, I would like Lava? to come in here and and just formally say Who hurt you? Yo, what Lava? the fuck? <laughs> You, Lava. I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> <laughs>